And I guess you can hear us okay, Ryan. So you're doing all right? All right. Yeah, yeah I, I can hear you guys well. I'm, I'm doing good overall. How was your week? Nice. God, that's such that was, a faggot good. question, dude. God damn. <laughs> Why do you no ask fucking questions? <laughs> Number one question. We're so excited to meet you. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> I do that with everybody. Yeah. You know this. That, I got that, you. that would be a solid. Just a, just a podcast of, of kind of small talk. Where do you work? <laughs> How's your week? <laughs> How's work? How's the family? <laughs> Kyle, you're growing some turnips, right? What are you growing out there? <laughs> I have not planted anything, but the first thing I'm going to be planting is going to be potatoes. Potatoes. Is, is, nice. I'm, I'm just behind season on potatoes, but I, if I throw them in now, I'll be good. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, let me see. Let me. I got. You can literally say whatever you want here. Anything. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, all of our guests have said the n word up until now, so <laughs> we need we need to, we need to you know keep the clout. We have people to. We have listeners that we need. You can't let down. <laughs> if you do that, we will become the most downloaded podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Davey told me he's never heard you say fuck before. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, I've never heard you say fuck. I mean, I don't really find it useful in a political setting. It doesn't come up that often. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> I don't know. You don't like, uh, what is it, Mother or Jacob fuckers? <laughs> oh, Mother Jacober? Yeah. Mother that, Jacob. that was a classic one. Uh, yeah. That was about as weak as fucking weak can get, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Oh, just Mother to go Jacob-er. up on the stage? Yeah. Well, we're going to have Mark Whitney on our show next week. Yeah. He'll and, be on uh, next We're definitely going to talk about that whole thing. <laughs> That was an interesting show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as I understand it, uh, what? So Mar- Mark Whitney's a, a plant, essentially, right, Davey? This is know, the man. conspiracy. He's, he's, he's there. He's there to p- to make Hornburger look better. Is that is that? You know, that's what the, I've heard. That's some the underground conspiracy sure. right now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't believe Marvin, it? Marvin, he went on the attack on you, though, huh? I think he's he's gone through everybody, but but he's he's gotten to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Who ha- he hasn't hit Jorgensen yet. What, right? what did he say about you? What is there possibly that can possibly be said about Arvin? <laughs> yeah, what, 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 what could the what controversy what could, it be? could they possibly <laughs> find? What's the one thing? <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, obviously, we can talk about What kind of creativity so, I mean. and class does this guy have? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not yeah. that I'm any better. But. Well, if he takes the fucking low hanging fruit, obviously, <laughs> he's just, you know. Oh, we're going to, we are a low hanging fruit kind of podcast, so that's definitely nice. going to have to Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> good. Talk oh, for about. sure. At least a little bit. Good. Yeah, man. So, what got you into politics? I, you know, I uh, the the I think the thing that broke broke the camel's back for me was the Wall Street bailout. When I just saw just how much money was being squandered on the most non-productive and useless sector of the economy, I was like, you know, that that is not something I'm just going to stand by and watch happen. So that that was the. I mean, I was always sort of in. I was always I always identified as a libertarian, but I didn't really vote at all so right right so did you lean more towards like the tea party or more like occupy wall street so i mean i i just i mean if if i had voted i would have voted libertarian except for in 2008 i voted for obama you did mm. yeah weird Oof! <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was gullible. People get tricked. You know, he he talked he talked openly. I I, I fell into the trap right where where a politician ta- speaks honestly about one topic, and so therefore you assume they're going to be honest about everything else. I mean, there there's there is some naivete over there. Man, for someone who's so harsh in a libertarian philosophy, you voted for Obama. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was always harsh. I was I was to be fair. 
Super like in 2012, good. I did vote for Mitt Romney. All right, so there we go. Oh, yeah. so binders full of bull of women guy. <laughs> did he have a bunch of binders? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Oh. Pete Budugite had grinders full of. <laughs> 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 I never say his name right. Budugite, Budugage. <laughs> Nobody stuff. knows how to say his name. Yeah. Bl- Nobody bl- knows. Bl- Who bl- fucking bl- cares? He's out. Mystery. He's like yeah. a cryptid. He's Nobody out can say his name. like a used butt plug. <laughs> 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 Covered in shit in the corner somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's one way to illustrate the point. <laughs> We haven't really done the formal introduction of Arvind Vora yet. So what who we have on is Arvind Vora. He's an author, educator, former vice chairman of the LNC, uh, current presidential candidate, and alleged child fucker, as far as I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this, has come up, <laughs> this has come up all over our fucking Discord whenever we asked a bunch of people for some questions. Um, the first, what were like the first three questions that we got? Dude, Davey? that's all they want to know. That's like all anyone Why wanted to Why do you want to ban children? <laughs> Yeah, that's all they want to know. That was the, well, qu- let's, let's the first talk question. About it. Let's talk about that. Right? Let's get into it. Let, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You the want first, to skip straight the to the cor- burning question? <laughs> no, 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 skip, no. Skip to the question. Let's get to it. Let's <laughs> give the people what they want. They what? want to know some answers. Let's give them some answers. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so what is, I mean, you could probably explain the whole thing better than we could. I mean, you've sure. been you've been going through this muck and mire for years now. Um, sure. So, yeah, what what's the uh, what's the the big allegation against you that the internet's been levying? Um, the big allegation, which they're levying towards me, which they levy towards Dr. Ruert, uh, which they've levied against m- pretty much most major anarcho-capitalist leaders is because we don't believe in laws and by definition, therefore don't believe in laws about sexual, uh, about age of consent set by the government. Mm-hmm. Therefore every single one of us is a bunch of pedophiles. And that's, that's the general gist of it, right? And to me, that shows it's the same argument that they use for drugs, right? You know, you guys are a bunch of heroin addicts because you want to legalize heroin. And so the way that that I like to point this out is we have an actual problem, right? I mean, teen pregnancy is a problem. Teen pregnancy is the fuel of the welfare state. Teen pregnancy, more than anything else, huh. is a guaranteed path to welfare. And there are some folks, uh, Mark Whitney, who you guys are having coming on next next week or whatever, that believe that the government can stop teen pregnancy. And it's my belief that the government cannot possibly do it. And here's my illustration. You guys ready for this? Okay. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> Usually, if a 14-year-old girl gets pregnant and then goes on to like a life of welfare, mm-hmm. usually the father is a 14-year-old boy, Right. Usually, maybe 15. usually, or maybe a fifteen-year-old boy. I mean, it's not—it's not a ninety-seven-year-old man. I mean, if a fourteen-year-old girl gets pregnant with a fourteen-year-old boy, or fifteen-year-old boy, maybe a sixteen-year-old boy, maybe a thirteen-year-old boy. Now, if the state could handle it, if the state even could handle it, they—they they could either put both of them in jail for statutory rape, which some countries do, by the way, mm-hmm. or they could do what most states do, which is punish neither one. The only person who pays the penalty is the taxpayer. It's my position that that is a nonsense approach. Not only is government not successfully doing it, logically, at a fundamental logical level, government cannot possibly successfully handle this problem. It will always be dumped on the taxpayer. Taxpayers will be the ones punished for somebody else's actions. In this case, I'm talking both about the the teenagers in question and their irresponsible parents 
that clearly dropped the ball on this, right? Well, I mean, like the whole the whole thing though is, uh, I guess you you basically came out and said that you think that we should do a do away with laws regarding uh, age of consent. I all age of consent laws should just be laws. abolished because the government basically cannot handle it. I get that, but I mean, yeah. what's your response to smaller government? You know, the state rights approach. So when it comes to, to the county way that anarcho yeah, go ahead. Yeah, please. I mean, the way that anarcho capitalists look at this mm-hmm. is that instead of having states, which are sort of coercive ruling things, you have voluntary ruling things, which all of us deal with. We all work within voluntary rule systems all the time, voluntary governments. Uh-huh. You go to Amazon.com, that's a voluntary government. They have voluntary rules, they have voluntary ways to settle dispute. Use your Visa card ever. Again, that it has its own built-in voluntary <laughs> dispute resolution. You go to a mall, you go to a country club, you have rules. You go to a, a, to a school, you know, whether it's a boarding school or private school or whatever, they have rules, right? Uh-huh. And so things at that level, it's my, be- it's my belief and also experience that things at that level, at the private level, can stop these problems. Things at the state level logically there is no actual logical way for states to stop this unless they go so extreme that it would be seen as a human rights violation right yeah this problem is almost as complicated as like the abortion issue because that in yeah in like an 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 cap i don't want to say nation but like an an cap continent with multiple you know voluntarist societies scattered throughout like one society could be into some people would see it as a NAP violation, and some wouldn't. Right, and right. would and the whole purpose of the NAP and property rights at all is to resolve disputes peacefully. But I mean, you also have room for self defense and for defense of others for right. their self. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's okay. But, but think be, about this, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. Ha- have you met aside from you know social justice warriors? Have you met anybody who actually thinks abortion is good? Not that it should be legal, that it's a positive thing. No, I've never met it. But yeah, I'm sure they exist. I've seen yeah. women who get addicted to having abortions or whatever, and they write yeah. blogs about it. Right. So, <laughs> so you see, see that. But that, but that's something that you're going to see primarily on the extreme left. And honestly, I think most of them are just lying yeah. and exaggerating. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they're yeah. sociopaths for the most right. part. Right. <laughs> 0.01% of the population. Right. Are. So the vast majority of the population, whether that percentage is qualify, calls themselves pro-choice or pro-life, will at least agree that abortion is not a desirable thing, right? In the same way that I think most of us will agree that welfare-fueling teen pregnancy is not a desirable thing. My way to stop it is through private voluntary means. Other people want to stop it through the state. But nobody thinks that, man, you know what would be really good if a lot of teenagers got pregnant and ended up on welfare? I mean, nobody thinks that's a good thing, right? Right. And so, so here's it's one of those areas where we have the ANCAPs and statists both agree on the general goal. Like everyone agrees on the general goal. Should 14 year olds be having sex? No. Should 14 year olds be having kids? Of course not. Uh, should should they be? Should people who clearly don't have the maturity or responsibility to raise kids be raising kids? No. Obviously, we don't want those aren't outcomes that we want. But ANCAPs say that well, the state's not going to stop the outcomes. I say the state logically is at a logical level that creates a contradiction a logical contradiction other people say the state's just bad at everything so they can't do this but you know but but either way we we agree on the outcome disagree on the methods Mm -hmm. yeah but it seems like the age of consent thing even is kind of like a foundational platform for uh i don't know a lot a lot i mean why why is it that that has become the thing that's been latched onto and not other things like why not you know, automatic weapons or nukes or <laughs> what? Recreational nukes? Like, why, yeah, why is do they, it why that? Why do people latch onto that? Yeah, they, it, it's it's just because it's what's worked I mean, in the past, right? 
the the last the last uh, you know the last really major influential ancap to run. I mean, that not not the last. I mean, Daryl Perry is a very influential anarcho capitalist thinker. Uh, Lee Wright certainly is. But I mean, Doctor Doctor Ruart mm-hmm. is. You know, she's almost in a, in a different category. She's written books that are that are read as much as I hate government schools. They are still read in government schools. I mean, there's, like she's a major, major thought leader, a major influencer, someone who I've looked up to for many years. And that was how they took her down, right? They took her down because they asked her, "Do you think government should should should, should set age of consent?" She said no, which is what any ANCAP would say. By the way, this question has been asked. It was asked of, of many of us in Ohio. Uh, and and I, Adam Kokish, Dan Berman, Kim Ruff, all said no. The government shouldn't be involved in this. So it's not it's not mm-hmm. an unusual position among anarcho capitalists. It's essentially universal. But they were able to use this to take Dr. Ruer down so they could get Bob Barr the nomination in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Um, the Barr Root campaign actually put so much emphasis on this thing because they know that it's incendiary, right? It, it can be upsetting to a lot of people uh, that they actually got that all the way into Time Magazine. They literally got Dr. Ruert covered in Time magazine by hammering this one point. Now, Dr. Ruert, much like me, has written on many points. She's written on every single topic, right? I mean, I've written on many topics, probably not as many topics as her, but she's written deeply on every topic. They found like, you know, one or two paragraphs and they didn't even include the whole paragraphs. They took, you know, like individual half sentences out of context. And, and so it's, it's what's worked. It's what they used and it's what they're going to keep on using until, until we're ready to actually fight for our principles. You know, Dr. Ruert, you know, someone like me, you know, uh, Lee Wright, Daryl Perry, none of us have some magic thing where we can do it ourselves. If we're going to fight for this cultural change, it's going to take all of us saying, yes, we know this is upsetting, but this is not something the state is handling. It's not something the state can handle. So let's actually solve this problem instead of pretending to solve it in a way that cannot possibly logically ever work. So since, uh, you know, they use that to take take them down. You think uh, Justin Amash is going to jump in to take you down with that? <laughs> no, ju- Justin wouldn't use it directly. He would just have somebody else do it for him. I mean, Justin Amash <laughs> I mean, is, is like just the is the just a terrible candidate. I mean, Ooh, this yeah. is a guy who, to his credit, I don't think he's he's at least honest. This is a guy who voted to increase spending in D.C. public schools, like the worst public schools <laughs> in the country. He voted to increase their spending. Now. In fairness, that shows at least he did it in a way that has integrity, right? He didn't vote for Michigan government government spend more money on Michigan schools, like you know, for his home district or anything. So at least he's not venal in that sense. But this is a guy who's a true believer in government schools, and someone like that as as our presidential candidate is our standard bearer, who's going to determine the type of people they're recruiting. I mean, that that to me is just absolute worst. Oh, Gary so Johnson you're for shift all of your uh, uh, attacks from Chafee to uh, uh, a mash when he jumps in. Oh, I mean, I've already been attacking a mash from time to time. <laughs> I mean, I, to to me, if you're if you're if you're voting for government school spending for federal government school spending on D.C. public schools, that is not that's not even a Republican position. Like Republicans are like yeah, use D.C. public schools as like their poster child for why we need to have the government out of education to be spending federal more federal money on that. I mean, that's just bizarre to me. Oh, I have to ask you this. What what's your uh, opinion on charter schools? And first of all, what's your definition of charter schools? Cuz we had a, we had a guest before who uh, evidently gave a wrong definition and uh fu- people fucking blew up our Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> a, a charter schools are are basically pseudo private schools that have to meet a bunch of idiotic requirements from the government mm-hmm. and they also can't control admission policies and whatnot. I mean, here's the thing. They don't control admission policies. Yeah. 
No, charter oh, schools, they, they don't get to pick who comes in there. Like they have to, they're just like anyone. It's like a lottery system, basically. <clears throat> so oh, I thought you can't it was more use... like you have to meet certain criteria. I don't know. It seems all over the place. No one can agree. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like whenever I'm looking it up, everyone fucking That's has not a hundred percent. That's not a hundred percent true. We've got a charter school here that uh, it you've they've got a waiting list. Yeah, and uh, but do you have to take like an SSAT or ISE test, or do you well, just like no, get a lottery? No, because it's for like kindergarten kids, you know. So right, right. So that's what I'm saying. They can't use admissions <laughs> testing further for, for for charter schools. It's mm. it's really all who you know to get to be able to get the kid in there. Uh, all right. Yeah, and they and they don't take any payment. I don't think. No, no, no. They you don't. T- they don't take any pay, payment. But you do have to. <laughs> you have to volunteer. I can guarantee like three hundred hours a year. I can guarantee you. There's people listening right now who are just like, no, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no, but they, oh, for they sure. do take they, they take payment from the state. I mean, here here here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, they take payment Any, from the state, but not anything. From the parents. Yeah, because charter schools right. are not allowed to take additional tuition. I mean, that that's that's another one of one of their restrictions. Here's the thing: okay. the only thing that's going to actually bring the energy of the free market education is something where the government is not paying for it. So that means not a voucher system, not a charter school system, not an ESA system, not anything other than. You use your money to buy education for your kids, just like you use your money to buy a school, buy a food for your kids. Like homeschool co-ops. Homeschool co-ops are fine, yeah, yeah, or just just anything else. I mean, as long as the parents are either providing the education or paying for it directly, and it's, and they're not using tax money for it, we're going to have the best education on earth in America because we have the most driven people on earth in America. I've traveled a lot, and I've never seen a country in the world where people work a tenth as hard as they do over here i mean this is the place this like america this is the engine of every kind of innovation all of it's in the united states but we're being blocked from doing that in education because the government's involved in it all right (laughs) man you you talk so long you make me forget what the fuck i'm gonna say (laughs) i know normally we try to like jump in but this uh yeah just you can you can uh, fucking string a sentence together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know when when you do a lot of those online uh, those uh, sorry those those debates where where it's like two minutes and it's like uh, you it's yeah. the Green Party or something. It's a skill you've acquired very quickly. Yeah, I could yeah, tell. It's a skill. Yeah. Uh, regarding regarding like uh, culture war stuff. So this is this is also something kind of on the forefront of your campaign, I think, yeah. and, and of your message is um, that we have to win a culture war in order for anything to get done. Yeah. So actually. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say this real quick. Uh, I read your book and then met you last year at uh, the LPF convention, and sure. uh, you actually had changed my mind because I was like a uh, red bur- button uh, and cap. This is like fuck Hell it, yeah, let's dude. just push the button. I am. You definitely changed my mind on that. Interesting. So you're Interesting. not a you're not a red button and cap. Nope. Not anymore. I'm, t- I'm talking to Vora, dude. I don't give a fuck about you. No, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm, I, I am. So, so, so it seems like I've like convinced you in the wrong direction. That's cool. <laughs> you know, you can't win every single one of them. But, but yeah, no, I, I believe in ending the government right away. I mean, the United States, this is a people that's so adaptive, so resilient. I mean, it's a country that went from like swing dancing to defeating the Nazis in a spirit of, in a spirit of <laughs> two years. So yes. I'm just not. That's a good I clip. just I just think that we're a much more resilient people than the government pretends. And so yeah, I'd get rid of it right this second. If I could push a button and get rid of it right now, just push that button a second. So now it wouldn't uh, matter it if I did it now mind. because this culture would just recreate it. That, and that's exactly why I said I. Uh, that's why you changed my mind because you're right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Because if we do it, yeah. That's great for what fucking twelve hours, and then it's gone. Why would that same bullshit again? Can you walk me through that? Why would? Why do you think the culture would recreate it? I mean, because I, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Because every time there's been a small cut to government, you know, during, for example, during the 2019 uh, partial shutdown, everybody, Democrats and Republicans, clamored to bring it back. And that's also the voters. It's not just people. It's not just like the evil congressmen. All mm. people in America, except for 12 ANCAPs, were saying, oh, my God, we need to bring this government back. Yeah, but that's still not quite the same because there's still laws and regulations in place that are still barring anybody from entering the market to provide whatever it is just, in the government shutdown void. So, I mean, it's that's not still not a great example. I mean, the way I think of it is like kind of the origin of the state. I just see him as um, a bunch of warlords preying on otherwise productive people and uh, stealing their crops and their yields. Sure. Um, I mean, people don't clamor for that. People don't want that. I mean, they, they want, want the, the goods and half, services. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like anybody and, would. And and that's <clears throat> the thing. If if there is if there is a way for, for people to just get the benefits but not have to pay for it, of course they're going to want to do that. Yeah. But if you start to say to people, we're going to get rid of the the costs and whatever you think are the benefits, they're going to lose their mind. If you yeah, talk you about ending, that. you just yeah. push the button. Yeah, he's <laughs> button, right? And they'll uh, figure it out. Hey, hey, I mean, check uh, this out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if, the way I see it is like the button is pushed and then like everybody's like, oh shit, now we lost all these whatever fucking services. And at least in my, because this is all a magical scenario anyway, but yeah. it, right. in this magical scenario, I imagine it's just like everybody just like looks around. It's like, oh shit. Uh, like now what are we going to do with all these fucking roads that just fucking exist when the Did- state fucking crumbles? <laughs> like people are going to start trying to claim ownership of the property around their house and like, Begin homesteading uh, things see, and don't, trying yeah, to don't get agree. rightful ownership of it. What they're going to do is they're going to There's going to be disputes, yeah. No, 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 no. What's going to happen immediately? They're going to be like, oh, fuck. We need a new government. Who wants yeah, to do yeah, who, how, how are people going to organize a government? The same the way same we way organize they a government did, now. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think before. it's going to be because the way it was organized here in, in America in the, in the first place was on a massive scale. It's, it was like little started colonies. Started out as a huge Started monarchy, out as like little colonies. Yeah, And yeah, broke yeah. apart and it got smaller. Right. And then grew back into the monolith that it is So today. you think it's going to just, it, so it'll start out like it was in those little colonies and then eventually become the federal yeah. government again? Yeah. I mean, it might be a So it literally good, does grow unless like a we like again? Unless we ban politics yeah. and then make <laughs> being a politician executable offense. I just can you imagine yeah, because, knocking on your neighbor's door and just being works. like, you it have would. to, you have to give me like, <laughs> yeah, because gun control works, eighty percent of your <laughs> yeah. turnips or whatever. You know what I mean? Like for the good of the community, they say go fuck yourself around here. You know what right, I mean? Right? Yeah. Like how did that even yeah, around, ever, around there? Ever maybe, but around here, in, inside, inside of inside the Beltway, they would say, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Especially if there's a group of people saying we need to, you need to give us your turn. Uh, yeah, they'd say that makes sense. What am I getting out of it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. And you so, better so at least the, give me a, a road. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but so, I mean, here's the thing: you got property it the, taxes. It's like the right? mafia knocking on your door. Now oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so if you think about property taxes in government schools, people hate mm. property taxes. They like government schools. If you say we're going to get rid of both, and they haven't really thought this through, they're going to panic and freak out and go with whatever's familiar. So that that's what I mean when we say if you get rid of both the costs and the benefits at the same time, people are going to freak out until you can really convince them that this thing that they're seeing as a benefit is not a benefit. It's a drawback. It's morally wrong. It's bad values. It's bad education for that matter. It's everything terrible. Here's better things you can do. Here's some other alternatives. It, it needs people. I mean, people need to be ready to give up the good thing and the bad thing at the same time. Yeah. Did you see there was a story? This kind of ties in. Um, sure. But there was a story of a dwarf who was beaten mercil- mercilessly <laughs> over a missing penis. <laughs> <laughs> he was what? missing a penis. This is in some uh, shithole third world country. 
Yeah, it says jungle justice was meted out to a dwarf identified as Anayo by a mob which gathered after a man raised an alarm over his missing penis. <laughs> what? At Obaigo axis of Ugiwa Ogai community in Enugu state. Yeah, it was a, right. literally a dwarf who did not have a dick, and uh, the community <laughs> beat the living shit out of him. For what it. the fuck? This, yeah, great culture. I mean, that's the culture <laughs> war that I, that, that I would wage. I don't want people fucking be... I mean, but it's not that bad here. I mean, Kyle, you would say that what sets America apart from every other country is the Constitution. That's the sort of root, Ugh. I guess, of our culture, right? Yeah. It sets, a, I would sets say, American culture apart? I say, yeah, that's what I say. I, I say that the, the Constitution is a good marker, like a, a foundation piece uh-huh. for our, our culture. And then the belief and, and joined, I guess, uh, call to arms, I guess you would say, to defend it. Yeah, but okay, not, but, uh, but here's, here's the thing. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that there was lynchings in America, right? So it's not that, well, that's, that America... No, no, no. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there. The only reason that there were lynchings <laughs> in America is because most people then didn't see black people as people. Okay? Right. Like, the thing is, is if, if you saw someone as an equal, yeah, we would fight for your rights. Mm-hmm. The main issue wasn't that there was lynchings. The main issue was that they didn't see black people as people. Yeah, and but they that's didn't what see was this wrong. dwarf True, as the a Constitution person either. racist as fuck. Yeah, but, but that dwarf that you're talking the about, I mean, they don't see him is? as a person Constitution either. Party. Oh, yeah. He, he has a good point. The dwarf that they're fucking basically lynching. Yeah. He doesn't have a dick, and he's, you know, a disabled, crippled guy, essentially. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, they're basically treating him like a subhuman trash. True. True. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, they got hung up on the part that says all men. You know? Yeah. They, they, they thought that only meant white people. But look, but look at what <laughs> we're doing stupid. right now. I mean, look, look at right, like right now, the United States is just brutalizing the hell out of so many different countries, and it's it's just this this idea that, that but it's not because they, they're brown; it's because they have oil. What what oil is in Afghanistan? Uh, no, that's that's, like that's opium. opium. That's opium over in Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. back before before the war in Afghanistan, um, Afghanistan produced about ten percent of the world's opium. And yeah, okay. it was heavily controlled by the Taliban. Then we went, went. Then we went over there, kicked the Taliban out. Then they became the distributor for ninety percent of the world's opium. Ah, and then all of a sudden, rest. the United States has an opioid crisis. I mean, right. people like and, drugs. And, and that's, <laughs> see, see, here, here's the thing: people have this bizarre idea that the only way to get oil from a country is to like militarily conquer it which is truly idiotic i mean the normal way to get oil is the same way that you and i get oil i don't like conquer exxon every other day i just buy the oil from them i just buy gasoline from them and and the thing is while conquering the various arab countries maybe helps american oil producers make more money it doesn't affect us at all unless you guys are oil producer i don't know but it doesn't affect most americans at all and the idea that we are replacing just buying stuff like like normal people to military violence so that a small tiny people of a tiny fraction of people can get super rich that to me is a deep and fundamental issue of just misinformation working well there's it's so much more in the middle east than just oil itself that's just the easy go-to but if you really want to dive into it it's about undercutting like the russians and their supply of oil into europe 
It's about having a control on those oils pipelines. Dude, I don't know shit about all this. I, guess, I mean, the whole thing, you, the whole thing with Libya. Are you just like the reading the Drudge Report like headlines all day? How do you know so much? How do you know so much? And like, get, how do, well, where do you, honestly, where does it come from? Benghazi. My study into Benghazi and all the bullshit that happened with that is what led me into this. And about how a lot, the whole thing in Libya was uh-huh. about getting pipe from Northern Africa to Europe to undercut the Russians. I thought, I thought that was all like a gold thing. No. I mean, oh. Libya did have a lot of fucking gold. That's beside the point. Oh. They had a lot of gold, and they were going to have a gold-backed currency and going to create a, an African Union. Yeah, that's why I thought Gaddafi was uh, assassinated. That's one of the reasons. Oh, I'm not okay. saying... I mean, it's they don't do anything for just one fucking reason. <sighs> they, everybody's got their little pieces of the pie of this shit. You uh-huh. know? Like, everyone's got their own little fingers, and they get, like, ten guys or whatever that are all these big bankers or whatever to fund this shit because they each got vested interest in those areas, and they're all different. That's, that's why you can't cut the head off the fucking snake. It's because it's like a million fucking heads, and they all have their own fucking Yeah, and every, like, everybody's going to be seeking power. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all a quest and lust for power is what it is. And I, I don't still know how, just don't I don't buy know how that. someone would that. I still just that. don't buy it. Like, that it's just going to leave like a power <laughs> vacuum, because that's the biggest just, argument I ever hear against anarchy. Just, honestly, I just don't fucking care about other countries, really. Well, the thing is, is it happens. <laughs> I just yeah, don't fucking get it. So you want to know something that come you? out? Yeah, I don't. You know what? Come out two year, two hours ago. Oh man, uh, that's the Donald, most Davy thing yeah, I've ever heard. <laughs> Donald Trump proposed a zero percent payroll tax for the rest of the year for employees and employers. What? See, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Right. That's like, good, dude. I'm like, that's now fucking badass. <laughs> come on, man. Let's do this shit. Now, now reduce spending. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. No. It, it's, it's all magical Absolutely bullshit not. numbers. Who fucking cares? I w- okay. I don't hurt from their spending. Okay, it here, here's hurt. an example, right? It does, it, though. Uh, it, does it fucking hurt. does. Their fucking spending is what costs makes us buy a fucking gallon of milk for five dollars nah, versus it's two dollars. Offloaded to the deficit to me. I think that's what it is. It's just but going- that's what's making the va- the value of our money less and less and less. <laughs> Well, that's why it takes not more exactly. of it. It's called fucking yeah. inflation. No, okay, I agree with that, but god damn, I just. You're not that, getting both, man. They're going to spend like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not one-to-one, though. The deficit I'm not saying it's one-to-one, yeah. but it's definitely affecting it. Yeah. I'm not an economics guy at all. Like, don't fuck... You start talking to numbers and shit, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, de- I mean, deficits don't inherently have to lead to inflation, but if they're then followed up by, you know, what they call quantitative easing, exactly. then it's... That's literally turning the debt into inflation. That's yeah, turning do, a deficit right. into inflation see, on purpose. So see, I guess we're you're speaking another fucking language. This whole like <laughs> stock market crash right now, like uh, the Federal Reserve has cut is going to cut interest rates down to zero percent. Right. Right. I remember like uh, maybe four Again. months ago, Donald Trump tweeted that they that the Federal Reserve should cut interest rates to zero. And I remember making fun of it and like sharing that tweet around like, you see this fucking ass of the whole, this fucking ignorant <laughs> did, twat. Did I read uh, correctly that they closed the market and then opened it back up? Yeah. And then it crashed again or some shit. <laughs> I don't really follow that stuff that much, but uh, yeah. I yeah. thought I read something. Like Monday, that. it was not doing so well. Okay. Yeah, gold was... Solid yeah. throughout. Yeah. Bitcoin I, I tried with the price my of oil. Retirement over to uh, gold. Yeah, but they won't let me. I got a, like oh, a set list. You wanted to pull it shit. out of your four hundred one k. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get out of the fucking fiat market and just go pure gold. Just go pure gold. <laughs> yeah. See, so, so like, but like, look at the sophistication of the misinformation that 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 goes on here. Right? You have you have this deep belief that all this kind of okay. Right now, in many conservative Christian circles, 
the way that you prove yourself politically that you're politically Christian enough is by your support of Israel, which is a, I mean, it's a Jewish <laughs> state. And so, so I don't know what kind of theology is at work over there. And that's not to say anything against Jew- Jewish people or against Israel. But what I'm saying yeah. is look at the illogic that we're dealing with over here. I mean, look at the fact that they were able to attack Afghanistan after, I mean, I'm sorry, attack Iraq after we were attacked, not by the state of Afghanistan, by agents inside of Afghanistan. I mean, that's the level of sheer misinformation that people are just totally fine with. That's or the Syria. level of cognitive dissonance. Or Syria, where we have our, you know, the you have both sides of the conflict, both being armed by the United States government, which just takes a normal fight and makes it a million times bloodier because now All you have because American Israel weapons. told us to. That's possible. I mean, I don't, I don't know who told us to do something that insane, but, <laughs> but the point is, all of this comes down to the. Where, where, where are most of you guys? I, I, I know, Dave, you're in, in Florida. Where, oh, yeah, we all else? are. We're all live we're all, local. We're all sitting in the same fucking yeah. Okay, same so, so, so think of it like this, right? Think about how annoyed people in Florida get when D.C. tells them what to do. Mm-hmm. Multiply that by infinity, and that's how much every other country gets <laughs> you know, pissed off when the D.C. tells them what to do. I mean, at Washington, D.C., we, over here, we at least sort of understand Florida culture, right? But we don't know anything about know Iraqi don't. culture. No, you don't, dude. <laughs> Nobody yeah, understands Florida, understand Florida, Florida culture. culture Not even Floridians. <laughs> <laughs> it so, is kind of so, like a micronation. Yeah. Florida is like a micronation. Florida is... It's different is, in every area. You got it, a little bit of everything. Florida is to the nation what Australia is to the world. but it should be a micronation we should have separate states we should have independent countries there's no reason for us to be clinging together for any of these purposes other than possibly you know mutual military alliance in times of war and honestly i don't really think that's such a great idea either because currently mutual alliance in times of war has basically meant that we are currently paying military welfare mm-hmm. for all of Europe. And like, what the fuck is a war? So, it's, uh, so do you uh, agree with uh, Adam Kokesh on that? On on dissolving <laughs> the federal government? Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> no, no, and just, and just it being, and it going to the states. So so here's the difference between my, between my platform and Adam's platform. Adam is going to get rid of the federal government and then just leave. I'm going to basically fire everybody in the federal government and then stay on to pardon people. I'm just going to sit there just pardoning people for drug crimes. And that's your full-time job? That's going to be my full-time, you know, <laughs> sex work, drugs, you know, weapons possession. I'm just going to sit there and pardon people. Using the force of, of the executive order to uh, promote liberty. I don't, I don't think you can do it. I don't think you can do it. I don't think you could sit there for three and a half years and just sign your name over and over and over again. Yeah, you get I, think a machine there's, I think there's ways to, to blanket pardon. I don't think you actually have to do it. So when you pardon like 5,000 people, I don't think you have to do it 5,000 individual times. So you well, can just do, do it one time. Happy like it. everybody that was ever convicted of a drug crime, pardoned. Yep. Done. Gone. One signature. Walk out yep. the next day. And then, you know, there's, I think there's some other, you know, there's some other sort of protective things that you might need to do. So, you know, let's say that, a, that, um, that, you know, we need somebody to actively make sure we don't get sucked back into NATO once I leave. You know, I'll hang out there to make sure we don't get sucked back into NATO. Uh, but that that's basically the only role that I see of a to me, a president's job is to fight any growth in any kind of governmental power, federal, state, or local, either through executive order of getting rid of government federal things or by using, you know, acting as a spokesperson to get rid of power at the state and local levels. 
So but, why not just create little micro states right now? Just have that's like what little I tiny do. states are bad. Like no, no, no. I'm talking about like little mini uh, free county projects. Mm. Like I was that, talking see, that, about. See that? That's what. That's what councilist unions. <laughs> yeah. So so here, here's here's what what, what I want to see is I want to see. Two, to basically two parts of this. One, I want to end all foreign military aid and all foreign aid so that foreign countries have to start selling off sovereign territory. I want every single country to have like 50 little Hong Kongs around it or within it, forcing the, that country to become better and also being sort of islands of freedom the way Hong Kong was until it, until it wasn't. And I would like to see that happen inside the United States as well. I want the partial sovereignty of the native native lands to be full sovereignty. I want the U.S. government to be selling off sovereign land, using it to pay back people for whatever they paid into social wait, security. Wait, 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 wait. What do you wait, mean? Hold on. Wait. What are you saying? Yeah. You want? Tell me that that bit again about how you what about the, Native Americans? Yeah. You want the government to sell back the land to the Native Americans? No, no, what, no. no. Yeah. I, I, I want. Explain that bit again. Okay. So, so we have we have we have two issues over here. One of those issues is is the issue of what to do about debt that at least has some sort of meaningfulness to it. So, for example, let's say you paid money to social... No, 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 no. I'm talking about Social Security. So if you've paid into Social Security your entire life, and then we say, now you don't get anything, that to me is less than ideal. So the way that I would want to pay for that is sell off government assets... And then sh- and pay pay people right. back whatever they put in, and then shut the program down. That was basically just, Dan Berman's response to like he wants to just cancel the debt, like just erase the debt, and it's just like yeah, just sell all the government assets. Dude, <laughs> I'm so fucking I'm so fucking down with that. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I'd like to buy a fucking MRAP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or I mean something that's even more valuable is is sovereign land. I mean imagine the, what what is sovereign yeah. land? Just make sure you with your MRAP. I can make my own sovereign land. Am I retarded? What is <laughs> what do you mean by sovereign land? By, so what do you right mean now, exactly? if you, so if right now if you have a Probably house, let's say you have you know in, in Florida maybe a couple acres in DC, a tiny fraction of an acre, uh-huh. that's not exactly yours. You can't set laws and taxes on your own land. You have to follow the uh, other laws because you don't oh, you don't have sovereign eminent domain. Is that what you yeah. mean? Just because of that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, or, or taxes or laws. I mean, you don't you don't set the sure, laws. You, ha- your, you have to follow house. their laws. No, gotcha. Yeah, no it's, one's going to be able to. Fu- it's no never one's going to be able, Yeah, no one's going to homestead. You can't yeah. do what you want with it. Got gotcha. you. That's right. why Davy w- you would say, if you buy land, it's yours yeah. for the most part. Like yeah. you just right. buy land, it's yours. That period. It's I yours. bought it. So, so, so here, here's an example of a sovereign territory. So, you guys remember from from history class, the Louisiana Purchase or the Gadsons per a Gadsden Purchase? Seward's I know. Folly, I know these words. Yes. All right. So, so what is that? The Louisiana Purchase was a huge fucking track of land. Cal's the history right. buff of the <laughs> right, all the way up to like into Canada. Basically, they just what bought everything so the like States west just of the bought Mi- sovereign territory from France. Oh, okay. They just bought yeah. the land. They're like, now this is part of our country. Here we go. So we the drew I- the borders around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But notice that it's not that the United States just didn't buy the land and now they're paying property taxes to France for all that land. Right. They're, they're like, this is our land. French law does not apply in the Louisiana Purchase. American law does, right? Mm. Okay, yeah. So, they still so call so them that's parishes, what it, though. Interesting. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, so that's, 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 that's culture, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so, But that's what I mean by, by sovereign land. It means that it is yours completely. It is okay. yours to set right. laws and taxes, whatever you want to. Regulations, that's your business. Yes. See, I think you should be able to do that anyway. Right. Well, yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> yeah. But at least I understand the definition. I'm up to date now. I see what you mean by sovereign. Hey, I like that term. I've honestly never heard that term, but I know exactly what you're saying. Hey, can we get to? Uh, That's the true rightful ownership. 
Can we get right, the mailbag? Complete ownership. We've got a lot to go <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move mailbag. on. Let's actually start the show. Mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> Which mailbag. we still have a fucking song for. God damn it. We'll get one. Yeah, it needs to just be like a fucking porn intro. <laughs> mailbag. That's probably... Now I'm wondering what's in this mailbag. Uh, all right, so... It's Davey's Rest mailbag. your well, mailbag on my chin. Oh, Davey has a giant chin. That works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, fucking glorious. Um, <laughs> So first question is from <laughs> is from Balls Deep Boogaloo. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a great name. Right. He asks, uh, did we go to the moon or is it a big fucking hoax? Arvin. <laughs> well, he didn't. I assume astronauts did. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you see that thing, though, from Stanley Kubrick? He, he was He's old as fuck now, and he got on he's a webcam. Dead. I don't know who this is. He's already dead? Oh, yeah. He died what the fuck right after Eyes Wide was, Shut. Oh, really? Damn, so it was a long time ago. They probably faked the footage because, you know, it probably got fucked Let up me, going through the atmosphere like, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, we did. I'm sure we went there. But it's probably boring no, as shit. It we wasn't, it wasn't uh, him. Now I feel, it for old, now I feel so fucking stupid. There? there was somebody else, some other fucking director or whatever, who came out and saying, he was saying that he did, he faked the moon landing and like he was on some podcast with like a webcam and he's old as shit. He looks like a homeless guy and he's just talking about how he faked the moon landing. What? <laughs> but I can't fucking remember because I'm fucking retarded. I didn't write this down. You know, that's something that's kind of smart about the fucking state. Like, they declassify this shit after 50 years when nobody is really alive, and the people that are can just be tossed off as crazy. Well, you mean how they declassified the fact that the Gulf of Tonkin incident didn't happen? Like, the right. thing that got us in, into right. Vietnam didn't happen? Or the shit yeah. with JFK? <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit. So, this is what I'm saying. I mean, so, about the moon landing, I don't know, but I know for certain that the, for certain that the Gulf of Tonkin incident didn't happen. I know for certain there was no weapons of mass de- destruction in Iraq. Right. I know for certain that Af- Iran and Afghanistan, Iraq and Afghanistan are two different places, and attacking the other when you're attacked by people inside of the one doesn't make any sense. But the thing is, is we weren't even attacked by anybody inside Iraq or Afghanistan. It was a bunch of Jordanians, uh, Egyptians, and uh, Saudi Arabians. But don't but don't give them fuel and argument. Now they're going to try to bomb those places. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they knew they knew it's from man, there. Putting, uh, Stevens we're, people we're like best friends in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, so, so here's what I'm saying. Here, here's what I know for certain. I know that all the wars that we're currently in are just made up nonsense. They're ways to just get yeah. money to defense contractors. Now, living inside the Beltway, defense contractors these you know these crony capitalists these aren't. Like these weird shadowy people. I mean, these are just the people I grew up with, right? These are friends of my family. These are people who have been. To, I've been to their houses many times. These aren't so. Sh- these aren't bizarre shadowy conspiracy people to me. And yeah, they make a lot of money, and they make a lot of money by selling weapons. That's like how they make money, or they sell money, make a lot of money by selling components of weapons. I mean, that's where it comes from, right? So Boogaloo also asks, <laughs> hard segue is uh, right. what if the bet. Sorry, I'm fucked up. What if the best case scenario for libertarians <laughs> during the uh, presidential? Okay, it's because he asked the question like a retard. And then he also says, um, I'm going with Bernie getting cheated out of the nomination. He runs as an independent and allows libertarians to gain traction for the Republican Party. <laughs> okay, God, next I, question. I have really got to start next proofreading question. and just vo- avoiding your questions when you say shit like a retard. <laughs> Read it. <laughs> you try to read it to yourself no, first. You know, no, I don't even know what that. Dude, what he he needs to proofread these. Vor, wait, 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 wait. Can I, can I respond to, to the question? Yeah, yeah. Respond if you have any idea. No, what the don't. Fuck you were don't give to him say. the satisfaction. <laughs> yes, but I've responded to the question. <laughs> but, but just, to the hold, question. On, hold on. Just know oh, he has a anime 
uh, porn picture as his profile picture yeah. on our Discord. Yeah. Right on. He's got big titties on his profile <laughs> Right on. No, right if on. you have an anime profile picture, your opinion is completely invalidated. <laughs> okay. I'm not really an anime expert, so I'm going to have to trust you guys on that. <laughs> but, but, I, but I will say I've this. I've seen a couple animes. But I will say this, right? If if we have a real libertarian candidate, you know, and I'm not talking about like Chafee or Amash that are more just worried about I don't, actually don't know what the goals are. But <laughs> if we have yeah. somebody that's are actually trying to push forward, Chafee of not being a real libertarian. Chafee right now? seems like a sweet old man. On the record, Chafee is not a libertarian. I did enjoy talking with him. No, he, was he, a, he is a nice guy, but man, he is in the <laughs> wrong fucking place. <laughs> he, he, I'm sure he's perfectly nice, but he's also a perfectly nice guy that voted for a capital gains tax increase, who voted against a tax cut, who voted for more money. For nonsense, government school, early education, early education. I mean, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that should be running for president, but rather maybe state senate. Didn't hear well, do that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that making that a Star joke? Wars joke right now. No, <laughs> he looks. No, like I'm just saying that. Guy. Yeah, state senate should okay, be like okay. his cap. Sorry, dude, we keep cutting you off. What are you? Yeah, saying? but no, no, here, here's here's one thing that I want to see happen. Right here's if if I'm the nominee, here's one thing but that's solid. going to happen is. I want people to know how much power they actually do have. And one of the many examples of that is jury nullification. You know, I'm gonna, yeah. I want to be partner in chief. Yeah. But if I'm not partner in chief, or even before I'm partner in chief, between now and <laughs> inauguration in January, every single one of us, if we're on a jury, we just go on there and some stupid non-crime. We just say not guilty. I'm not convinced. It's He's not guilty. And drag it out because at the long... The court's taking about $75,000 an hour for a small courtroom. A big New York City courtroom is much more Jesus than that. fuck. If you drag... I mean, think about how much you pay in, in for a speeding ticket. The fines for other crimes are higher, obviously, right? So they're taking in about $75,000 an hour. You just stall that, that trial by saying not guilty for 10 hours. You are taking $750,000 away from the state just by stalling. Mm-hmm. And so, so using jury nullification—that's that's that's what brought freedom of the press to America. That's why we can have these type of shows and, and talk, you know, talk about the government. It's because of jury nullification. And so, that's one thing I want to see. I want to see spread. I want people to know that we can start fighting for freedom now. We don't have to first win an approval office. We can use the powers we already have right now to start fighting back. I that's like that. Point, I've honestly never really thought about that, but that's a good point. Yeah. Is, but you'd have Dude, to get, but that's still, you have to, you have a bigger goal first before you even I've get been there, de- which is get convince people of liberty. If yeah. I, I've been fucking denied for, to be on the uh, uh, jury three fucking times. Denied? Why? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't like it. <laughs> they did a registered check. libertarian. He used to cut up. <laughs> that might be it. You're, they're like, oh, we know what you fucking believe. You're too vocal around town. Yeah, if I ever get arrested, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Though is I'm going to I'm going to just tell my defense lawyer like, hey, when we talk to to the jury, our defense is jury nullification. Yeah, and it's it's already happening. I mean, the, the information's getting out there. I forget which it was the Libertarian Party, uh, one of the county, one of the. Um, one of the one of the county parties in Louisiana, I think. Mm-hmm. They've put up a billboard advertising jury nullification. That's, oh, that's fucking actually pretty badass, smart. Dude. Yeah. Fucking and how much so, does the fucking billboard cost? That'd be awesome. Depends on uh, where. I mean I mean we have we have our, our radio ads talk about jury nullification. They're about to go out and I mean radio ads range in price by I mean sometimes it's just like a few, you know, twenty dollars for to, to get that out there. And the idea is because they are so incendiary. And and you know the 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 Louisiana billboard is so incendiary that it's been shared a bunch of times. Because here's the thing: people don't know about jury nullification. 
if they knew about it, some of them would use it. Not all, but you don't need everyone to use it. You need like one in 12 or one in six to use it. Yeah. Dude, it starts changing the conversation. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Rooster asks. Moving on. Rooster is our resident fucking retard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the mascot of our show. He, one is of. Mas- he is one of the mascots. He actually is retarded, but we, we're nice to him because we like him to stick around. We like having a mascot. And Nobody we, else and, wants to fucking And we like that he pays us money suit. every month, so that's sweet. Nice. <laughs> that's just but, the icing on the cake. Yeah. Ru- no, it's the main thing. The, <laughs> uh, Rooster asks, he said, uh, what would you do if you get the coronavirus? Stay isolated or try something like going to police stations or the Capitol and infecting politicians and cops. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if I get the, the thing is, the thing about that is, is I don't like to use strategies that have a lot of innocent casualties. Right. Right. So that's and that's one of the things one of the things I've been very critical about in terms of the U.S. war methods is that they use these idiotic oxymorons like targeted drone strikes. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? A targeted weapon is a sniper rifle is a targeted weapon. A yeah. knife can be a targeted weapon. A regular rifle. A bomb. But a bomb <laughs> is not a targeted weapon. Something but they're laser guided smart missiles now, guys. Yeah. Well, how, I mean, how, okay, okay. Honestly, how how actually how big is the area that a drone strike may cover? Depends like, what's on the, the smallest? Uh, de- it depends. It depends. Yeah, like a like a hellfire or like tomahawk a, or something. I'm gonna get like a neighborhood. They're like this room. Okay, is it like a building, like a house? Yeah. So yeah, you could you're gonna have cash like innocent casualties. <laughs> yeah, and so you know because I don't believe in war methods that have many times the number of innocent bystanders as targets. I mean, so far, as far as I can tell, based on the news reports, they've been listing the the terrorists that they've killed basically like one at a time. They're like, now we got this guy, now we got this guy, but there's so many. Ca- I mean, there's there's casualties on their side. There's casualties on our side. There's yep. suicides on our side that aren't being counted one person at a time, right? They're saying it's this many thousand. So that to me, this this policy of war where you're going after one person at a time with you know a thousand times as many bystanders, that's not really something I support. So I don't believe that there is a way to give coronavirus to like one person and not to 50 other people at the same time. So, so in that case, if I had coronavirus, I'd just stay home until it passed. So we've got two <laughs> questions that are specifically asked to you. Okay. Um, try not to do like 30-minute uh, answers. <laughs> but uh, anyway. I feel bad interrupting him. Yeah, yeah. You, you, we you have such a, a prestigious you gotta, guest you gotta, on. you got a lot to say, and uh, usually we can just talk over our guests. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. This is not normal that we can't just talk over you. Uh, all right, all right. I'll, I'll try to keep it. Yeah, sort of yeah we're wait, upset. Wait. We're upset that you you can run the show better than we can. So shut the fuck up, everyone. <laughs> who, who else? Uh, Let us still look like the hosts. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was Kokesh that was hard to talk over too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You politicians, right. man. Holy yeah. shit. God damn, guess when we have Chafee on, it's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> no, it's gonna be easy, dude. <laughs> he doesn't want to speak. Uh, but anyways, uh, Rusty Shackelford asks uh, to you, Arvin. Uh, does he see the liberty mo- movement continue to grow like it has, and does he think that it will eventually lead to highly increased LP membership as the newbies get older? No, R- right, right now the mm. the type of growth that people are doing is this very compromised type of growth, mm. which is leading to the following sequence of events. Right, somebody gets a message that says, "No matter what, you're already a libertarian." The Gary Johnson's message. Then people say, well, hell, maybe I am. They get convinced. Then they read the actual platform. Then they actually ask people what it means. 
the people usually lie to them and then they stay on for another couple of months. Then they hear someone like me says that also we have to abolish government schools. That's like part of minarchism, you know, classical liberalism and obviously anarchism. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Then they say, oh, shit, I don't want to do that. And then they leave. But at the same time, all the people who want to get rid of government schools, they don't know that we want to because we've been hiding it so well we hid it from them. So homeschoolers <laughs> and stuff who are natural allies aren't coming. People who, you know, work for the state, for the state governments in their states are coming because they're confused. And, and those people always leave. They don't, they don't, you know, become... I mean, we see huge, huge, huge losses after every one of these pseudo outreach things. But when we do real outreach, talk to people who are actual allies, those people stay. Huh. Hey, that's a yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right. So flexing with the Sasquatch ass, uh, what does he feel in his biggest contribution to the liberty movement and how does he plan on expanding it? Uh, probably the focus on education. I mean, the fact that 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 today at least more people in the liberty movement know that theoretically we're trying to get rid of government schools and here's my goal five years from now if somebody asks the question which libertarian is the most opposed to government schools i don't want anyone to be able to answer the question i want it to be like a question like Fuck which yes, libertarian dude. hates the drug war the most okay so i 100 percent agree with you because like I- i've told this to plenty of people um because you i'm running for tax collector here in the county and right I'm just, I've stole all my shit from Berman and just was just running just off of false. <laughs> now, just, now you did not steal a damn thing. You're right. I don't believe in IP. Um, so <laughs> I just took all that stuff. It's just yeah. all taxation stuff. That's it. I'm running as tax collector just to do that. And nice. uh, I don't, uh, I, I feel like every libertarian candidate should just be saying the same shit. Really. It should just be coming down to who's more charismatic and gets the message across better. It shouldn't be a difference of the principles. The principles are solid and they're kind of written in stone, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and the thing is this. Mm. The, I mean, the charisma doesn't make any difference. I mean, Ron Paul is a powerful leader. He's not that great a public speaker, but it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because he's honest and has integrity and sticks to the principle and answers the hard questions with the true answer, even when it's difficult. Do you think that that's I, kind of the difference is that telling the truth <clears throat> is is sort of the reason for the ron paul revolution because that was yeah. a culture war that was in a lot of ways won during that yeah. era dude it sparked one over so many libertarians yeah so <clears throat> how do we our, get that ball rolling or do you uh so this is going to kind of go with it do you uh yeah. do you think chafee's boring and do you think he can, <laughs> do you think he can compete with why doesn't he compete with uh you think chafee is boring not that's a chafee i'm sorry hornberger Hornberger, do you think yes, Hornberger's and, boring? Yes. I got, I get those Hornberg. guys mixed up so often because they're just oh like boring God, old guys. Dude. But um, uh, no, no, you don't I, think I, he's I don't, boring. He's got no, no I, charisma that Ron Paul. Uh, had. Ron Paul doesn't have is not a great. I mean, honestly, Hornberger's a better public speaker than Ron yeah, Paul. Ron Paul is. has yeah, like Ron the Paul cute had old magic. man thing going on. He's like a grandpa. Like I want to fucking wrap him up in an afghan. <laughs> Like, serve him some tea. You know what I mean? Like, tell me a story. Instead, we all got wrapped up in an Afghan war. He's (laughs) not. Nice. uh, How do you you capture that Ron Paul magic? He's comfy. It's just just the integrity. It's all that Ron Paul did is that when people were yelling at him about stuff, uh, you know, in the 80s, he would look you in the eyes on on television and tell you the fucking truth. And he just sits there and he keeps keep saying it, no matter how much he's attacked. Yeah, that's what what where the charisma comes from. It's not because he's this incredible. I mean, he's not. He doesn't. He's not a public speaker like Obama. He's not. He's not even a public speaker like Hornberger. He is. 
He just sticks to the truth. So you don't you don't is, need you don't need charisma. You need balls. Yeah, mm. it's a good way to put it. Voicemail. Oh, oh do we have a voicemail? voicemail? Oh, okay. Hell yeah. That's all. That's all the mailbags. We're that's fucking all done. Mail, that's all the mailbags, man. Okay. Fuck yeah, man. Because I vetoed all the child fucking mailbags. Um, I have not listened to this voicemail yet. By the way, I promise <laughs> I have not listened to it. Even better. Right. But I mean, but, whoa, 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 whoa. I do want to get one more mailbag before you do that. Oh, you got another because you you skipped one that I think is actually really good. Yeah. Okay. If it's David, retarded, are you I skipped skipping mailbag? No, no, no. Yeah. On I'm purpose. The t- I'm the fucking tyrant. Oh my god! Is I'm the right Whitney called me the tyrant? I'm is the right to it. a trial by a jury of your peers a positive right? Oh fuck! And if okay, so, I didn't are we still entitled to it? Yeah, it's a positive. I did not mean to skip that. It's not a right. It's just service. So no, it's not. It's not a. It's not a negative right. Right. You know, it's it's not a it's not a negative right, but it is a mitigating a mitigating factor on a governmental action, right? But so you do have the right to mental action, maybe. But yeah, in the state of nature, no way. So if government I mean, exists, no way. if government exists, then fuck it. Who cares? It's, you have the to way have. I, it's the way as I see it. It's just like yeah. we are living in a, a in a lawless system. So it's <laughs> government existing a right. is Mad Max to me. I don't know people. People are going to fucking do whatever they can. People are going to petition to get money from the government. I don't think they're even wrong for doing that. So, so, so it's not really a right so much as it is a rule that we have against. Yeah. Government. So, so here, here let, let's like compare it to the private sector, right? Kind of like the Constitution. You, yeah, you have you have the, the the private government that most of us interact with most of the time is Amazon, and in Amazon, you either as a buyer or a seller do not have the right to a trial by the by a jury of your peers. Okay. Because Amazon does not engage in any positive incursions in your right. Amazon never breaks into your house. Amazon never arrests you for some nonsense. So because Amazon is not in any way violating any of your negative rights, it doesn't have to, you know, balance it out with anything Correct, else. Right. In Amazon, they're saying, like, if you want to sell here, sell the right stuff. If a, if a buyer doesn't like it, you have to give a refund. And if you want to sell on Amazon, you just say, okay. And if you don't, you Yeah, don't. but that's just reciprocation. There, or, there, you know what I mean? Like, if, we, if we're going to... And, and, infringe on any rights we have to incur some other rights to you or something we have to reciprocate some sort of value or whatever like some obligation or privilege rather privilege yeah right so for example if you if you lock somebody in a cage then you maybe have some certain responsibility to occasionally feed them. right exactly exactly (laughs) yeah but no no yeah there's no i would say there's no positive right to a trial by jury with your peers i have no idea how free people are going to associate and form Courts. I actually don't even. Who they knows? won't need to. They maybe, won't maybe need to. You, won't but you know, but you do know how they would do it because you've done it. Like if you've, I don't, I don't know if you've ever not. I've never lived in an in, in, in anarcho-capitalist society, though. You know, but you have. Here's the thing: you have. If you've gone to Amazon and been like, "Oh, I didn't like the color of this thing. It was supposed to be green, but they sent blue," and you went to the thing and picked from a drop down, that was your trial. Yeah. It was just so easy I and understand. so efficient that it didn't suck. I completely understand where you're coming from, but I mean, I still live within a system of laws and regulations that I don't like and and i have to go through all these layers yeah to get to this company and what they have to and and of course all the stuff they have to do to comply with in order to get the fucking shit to me right but you can look at the components that's been provided provided by them right because technically if somebody who's an amazon seller rips you off you also have a governmental recourse right which you've never used 
you would never need to use it. You never use the government version because the private sector version. Like is if so much I more. call the police because they sent back like the wrong color of purple for my sheets <laughs> that I ordered from Amazon. Yeah. I mean, like sue them. Can do that, right? That is an option. That is an option to say that this person misrepresented the product, and you could go through the courts, I'm but you never will because it's so annoying uh-huh. and so unnecessary. It's because Balance the private sector does it better. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, uh, Kyle, who uh, who sent that question? Balls deep boogaloo. All right, sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to skip that question. That was a good question. He's got he's got some good ones, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, voicemail. Voicemail. All right. Let's see if I can get. This we to don't work have a song the, for that either. See if I can get this to work on the first try. We don't need a song for every fucking thing we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We need a song for fucking everything. <laughs> Davy, suck a dick. Okay. Kyle, you fool. Hell yeah. <laughs> I just got a piece of fucking steel going on a while. <laughs> what? And I also consumed whiskey as soon as I uh, got home. <laughs> He's just drunk. Seven twelve, suck ass. Six number Tyrannus. Maybe first... that was Tyrannus. We yeah, have a yeah, guy yeah, in our yeah. Discord I, named uh, Tyrannus. I, I thought, honestly, I thought that was Rooster. So. I thought it was Rooster, too. Anybody who's <laughs> drunk sounds like Rooster. <laughs> and then he immediately called back, well... We all know what he said. After yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't have to. We, we don't have to go we, into that. We close that jar. Yeah, <laughs> that jar is closed. All right. So uh, that's all. That's actually all we have for voicemails. So guys, please call the voicemails. We always enjoy your voicemails. If you send us a <laughs> yeah. voicemail, for the most part, we'll play it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, voicemail numbers in the show notes at the bottom. Yeah. Oh, and just so you know, Arvin. Next mm-hmm. week, we're going to have Chafee on. So if you no. had a voice, not Whitney. Chafee, we're going to have Whitney on. Mm-hmm. So if you left a voicemail. <laughs> we have to play it. We got to play air. it while he's on air. <laughs> just, just, just throw it out there. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, I don't really have. I mean, to me, I mean, Whitney is just somebody who's he's just he just hasn't thought about the thing. So I honestly don't think that if Whitney actually thought through the, the the issue, right? If he actually took the time to think through the issue, you know, read Rothbard, read Ruert, read all these people, and actually thought about it. He's not a dumb guy. I mean, he's a smart enough guy. He and he read. actually thought about it and had a little bit more experience. I think he'd probably arrive at the same conclusion. I honestly think he's just new to a lot of the ideas. He just doesn't, he doesn't know that. He just doesn't know the ideas. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's saying today exactly what I would have said 10 years ago. If 10 years ago someone had said, you know, we need to get rid of age of consent law, I'd be like, yeah, that's because you're a pedo. I mean, I get why, why some people come with that. But, but the thing is, that, you know, having read a lot about this, having like considered these ideas, you know, very carefully, you know, I'm starting to realize that, that there's a much, there's a much more nuance to it. Uh, Walter Block has, has a really deep understanding of this where he talks about the, 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 that once you declare yourself an adult, which means you homestead yourself, uh-huh. you know, you leave your parents' house, you, you, um, you know, you, you have a job and a house and all that, then you're an adult. You have all adult rights. But the key part of that is that that's the part that people pay attention to. Like once you establish yourself, you're an adult. But before that, before that, bef- you're a child, which means you're under your parents' rules, which means that you're, if your parents tell you you're 13, you can't go out on a date with somebody who's 98 years old, you need to say, okay, yes, mom, I'm not going to go on this date. No, you say, so, okay, boomer, and you go fuck the old guy. Listen, we're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We're, we're about to do the burning question, but I do have a, qu- a quick question for you. Uh, okay. Do you see there is there any path of redemption for Lincoln Chafee or someone like Lincoln Chafee yes. or anyone that has made really bad calls uh, while they were elected and they got people killed or whatever they did um, voted for, you know, some of the worst shit 
imaginable. Can right. they redeem themselves? Yes, and there's a specific path to it, though. And, and here's where people. What is and again, that path? This is this, this is this is one of the things. Um, there, there's an issue of experience. A lot of people in the libertarian movement are just new to politics, and so sure. they get tricked by things. We got tricked by Weld in 2016 because he apologized to us, right? I mean, He's like, I'm he sorry tr- for this thing. Tricked? I mean, he kind of seemed like shit the whole fucking time he was getting it. In my yeah, opinion. but he he tricked fifty point oh five percent of the of the delegates. Doesn't right? that show democracy's fucking retarded, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not it's not a great endorsement. Did he but here's how they really just not. You know what I mean? He, I mean, he tricked us by apologizing to us. Whereas what we should have said is, no, 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 you're a major politician. You need to apologize on the, on the New York Times. You need to apologize on CNN. Mm-hmm. You need to apologize to everyone else. You need to say you yeah, now yeah, yeah. believe there the should cross. be no assault weapons. Repent. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not just to us. That's the key exactly. thing. An apology can't be to a closed group. That's the oldest. That's just pandering. It has to be in public. So if Lincoln Chafee goes goes on a major media, and he has access to major media, and says, I was wrong about guns. I was wrong about the capital gains tax. I was wrong about government schools. I was wrong about the voting for the Patriot Act twice. And he says that there, that's going to carry a lot of weight with me. And honestly, if he says it in public, I'm going to believe that he's actually repenting. If he says it to us but not outside, I'm going to know he's lying. Okay, okay. That's that's great. That answers my question. Uh Cal mailbag or fucking burning question? I'm yeah. retarded. Question. Question. It's all right. Who's I did the same thing it? last week. Huh? Yeah, Who's your week. What? Whose week is it? Uh, whose week is it? It doesn't matter. All right. It's well, fucking who cares? Okay. Well, we have to get into this. We're gonna dive deep. <sighs> so dive deep, Arvin. The burning question this week, which Gosh. we also don't have music for. No. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, who determines the age of consent? Who determines? Like, we have to figure out an answer to this. Yeah. Like it has to be yeah. either because like the state, the parents. I mean, we're all anarchists here at this. Table, I definitely but, lean more towards your side on this, Arvin, at the risk of sounding like a fucking really? pedo. I, I do. I didn't because like okay. my great grandma was fourteen years old when she had her first kid. Holy mm-hmm. shit! And she wound up having thirteen children. Mm-hmm. God damn! Yeah. So my you would never exist. My great, so you have to support it. No, no, no. no, no. How, how old was your grandpa? Twenty-eight. That's the, the argument. The first, that's, wow. Yeah. There's a big difference there. Yeah. So there, that, there's, a, there's a there's a pretty significant difference there. I mean, a lot right. of times from from a lot of people I've talked to, a lot of times it's been the the that both people are about the same age, and that's what it was done in ancient Rome. Uh, sometimes there's there's a bit of an age difference. Here's the thing, and and I think this is where you really have to like think about what makes somebody an adult like what really makes you an adult because it's not an age it's if, if you say it's an age and you look at what we actually have in the united states we have different ages can in I, different states can yeah. i can i ask you this though just to interject yeah. for a minute do you, yeah, do you think that just that age is not a sufficient condition for consent or that it's just it's not necessary at all like it should be at least this plus these other right, parameters. Right, right. Is it just- so? So I'll I'll tell you how I look at it. Yeah. I, to to me, so so it's, if we look at the abortion thing, this this provides if you have a nice a genius parallel. Three year old. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not sure I'm be really convinced by that. But but with okay. abortion, so with abortion, I say I don't want the government involved in it at all, right? But I'm still not in favor of abortion. So I say, well, uh-huh. what are things that we can do to stop abortion? And my position on abortion is stop it a hundred percent, just not through the government, right? Now my position on teen pregnancy is, but that's not, like that's like any other issue though. So that's not special to me, at least. Like, um, I mean, you you would apply that to anything the government does. It's right. Like I, would like apply I, that I, I equate this a lot to IP, um, intellectual property. 
Like, I, yeah. it's an invention of the state. And I think that your argument is mainly that age of consent laws are just an invention of the state. They they are, and in ways that I think are 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 particularly problematic. But here's here's so now so now so the, so the first thing is I don't think the government should handle it. Mm-hmm. I don't think the government can yeah, handle yeah, it. Yeah. I don't think they can logically handle it. So yeah, now the you're question friends on that one for sure. Right. I think the age of consent has helped foster abuse. Yeah, that would yeah, that's something I think he was talking about before, right? Yeah, like because like a fourteen year old having like unconsensual sex mm-hmm. or at least coerced sex with someone older than them. Mm-hmm. Like they'd be less likely to come forward because of the stigma around having underage sex. Yeah. But that could go for any age though. Maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think, I think I that, that the underreporting of sexual assault, I mean, I think it's a little bit, a little bit, there's a lot of other issues that, that get involved there, but I'll, I'll tell you this. So let's say you're living, let's say you're living in like, you know, Arvin's private community, right? And we have rules in this community. So if, if I'm running a private community, there's going to be some rules over there. And so if I was going to say what what to me makes somebody an adult, it, to me, I, for, and this is not something I want the government to be doing. 18, I'm telling you what I – 18 years old. Right. I mean, that. That, that to me – I mean there's, there's 18-year-olds 18 year, 18 right? that, are, that are children. There's 17-year-olds that are adults. in Switzerland? <laughs> Eight years old okay. in Islam? <laughs> right. So, so, so here's, here's what I would say. I would say if you want to be an adult in this community that's being run by, by Arvin, there are two criteria you need to meet. First, you need to be a biological adult. That means you need to have gone through puberty because the simple fact is puberty changes your mind American very significantly culture. in many ways, including the way you think about yourself as a person, including your sexuality, a lot of things. So to me, if, you're, if you want to be an adult, part of that is you need to be a biological adult. Wouldn't that so, you incentivize know, pedophiles to put hormones in the chicken to create <sighs> – to stimulate <laughs> earlier Holy puberty. Shit. Holy shit! Well, that, <laughs> leave it to the in, conspiracy. In, in, in land, that's also going to be illegal. Let me let me just let you know uh, that'll be against our private voluntary yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hormones. Free range in- Arvin chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, are so you Arvin? Are you basically saying like, look at the brain and like the brain patterns and the brain chemistry? Like, yeah, is so the neofrontal cortex, uh, you know? Developed there's, there's obvious symptoms. Of, yeah, no, there, there, uh, there, there's two parts. So there's going to be, there's going to be, are you physically an adult, right? So is a two-year phys- a two-year-old physically an adult? Obviously not. Uh, so there's going to be, are you physically an adult? So and you the other have thing to is, have pubes, and your brain has to be good. And, and so you and do, you don't think part. retards can fuck? No, I do think retards. No, no, I'm can talking fuck. about Arvin. Oh, that's a good question. That's a really complicated question. I don't have an answer. <laughs> Dude, hold on, hold on, Arvin. Yeah! It, it has. It's not something. I mean, I could apply, you know, the the Rothbard principles to it, but that's something that I just honestly haven't thought about that much. Um, but the other part of it, to me, to be an adult, in addition to being a physical adult, is you need to be a financial adult, which means you need to be responsible. You need to have your own house, your own job. Like you are doing adult things. You, so that you're means- not. You, most women, yeah, but what is adult things adults. even? Like, so have, you, like, like a, you have a job and like you have income. Like, there's a lot of like child actor, actors there making a lot of income. Yeah, but they they wouldn't pass the first test. But okay, uh, so which, I, is, I, which I, is they I, don't have pubes. I've got a cousin sure. who's like almost thirty years old, God. and he's trying to make sense. He still lives with my grandmother, and he barely he makes about minimum wage. <laughs> it doesn't do shit really. Just mm-hmm. plays fucking, you know, Magic the Gathering and gay shit like that. It would give those basement dwellers uh, an excuse to stay virgins. 
I can't consent. Like they have adults. Like they have a fucking choice. I don't think that, that somebody who cannot support children should have children. I think it's, it's I agree with when, that. when you're you're either in, in the current situation dumping your child on somebody else or in Arvinland, you're basically putting a, a, a child through an unnecessary level of difficulty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's it's super irresponsible. And so I so so I don't think that that people should be having kids who can't afford them. And that's. I- I agree with all of that, but can I go back to this? Your first condition, because I honestly I have problems with this, but not not that I have a problem with with your whole outlook on it necessarily, but the whole uh, the physical condition to it. I mean, you have so it could it's conceivable that like you can have somebody who's developmentally challenged, and let's say they like it's a woman who uh, never ovulates or never has her period and doesn't. It never really goes through puberty, like it's some <laughs> physical deformation or whatever, right? Or maybe they um, were abused as a child. Who, yeah, or, or they're a, a gymnast. <laughs> 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 Evidently, they have really like prolonged periods of like they don't go through puberty the same, like at the same time as really? other women. Yeah, evidently, if they start it young and they keep going through it, evidently they're. This is hearsay, right? I haven't done my full research, okay. but yeah. Just that's as far as I understand it. But anyways, now I'm not totally making shit up. This is <laughs> partially true. Any, but but I mean, I, I don't think that you can have like the uh, that the, that physical part of it be a necessary component to dis, to dis, determining consent. I don't think you can. At least I'm not totally convinced of it. I am convinced of the mind being a necessary component and like where they are as a person and are they financially stable or at least. Yeah, can they can they provide for themselves? Have they homesteaded themselves? Like that all kind of makes sense. So, like, I, th- I think you to... need to be a grown up to have sex. I, I know this is like unpopular. <sighs> I know, but what the, what does that mean? That's still what we're trying to determine. <laughs> to be able to build a hut and kill a deer, huh? To be able to build a hut and kill a deer. Not everybody could. Somebody in a wheelchair who's. Do- I'm talking about challenge people. I am talking about retards. Yeah. I, honestly, that yeah. is like the crux of it because like uh, they are they are challenged in many ways. They may not be challenged in the mind, or they might be. I mean, they could be physically or intellectually handicapped. Yeah, but so, they, so they, they still want to get off. Out. Yeah, like like here, here's what to. I've laid out. Right, they need is, to come is, is, like is, anybody else. Yeah, is is we sure? I mean, here here's what I've laid out is like the minimum standards for where somebody could give active informed consent. Mm-hmm. But then I also think that somebody needs to, and this is really really important because you know the the buzzword right now is is this idea of active consent, mm-hmm. which to me is actually not sufficient. In in medicine, active consent is not considered sufficient. So if you're doing a, a, a like a drug trial, like if you're a volunteer for for a drug trial or something like that. And and they just and the person just gets active consent. That drug company is going to jail. And while I don't let the government, I kind of agree with the with the sentiment there. Uh, what what needs what what the standard? Wait, 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 I'm sorry. I, explain that to me. Maybe I'm so just you, so active consent just means someone says yes, but they might not understand what they're getting into, right? Okay, so they might not be court, informed. But isn't right, that on them for not uh, reading up and understanding what yeah. they're getting into? Is there it, negligence it, on their part that they're accountable for? No, if you have, I mean, you, so for example, let's say you have somebody that's like, let's say there's, there's, there's two people who want to start a sexual relationship and one's like, you know, 47 years old and the other one's like 17 years old. Or let's say they're 19 years old. I I don't, I don't think that, that it has to be based on the government. Let's say they're 19 years old, right? I do believe that the person that has more life experience has some sort of a moral responsibility to make sure that they're getting informed consent, that they have properly discussed something. Uh, I'll give here's here's maybe a little so bit. So he's got to explain mundane. like what sex is 
thoroughly. He's, he's got to make sure that that person really understands it. Here, here's a, here's an example, right? Yeah. Let's say that somebody's talk dirty to her. All right, let let somebody's married. They go, they meet somebody, and that person says, "Yes, I want to have sex with you," and they have sex, but they have not told that person that they're married. That per- they got active consent, right? They got the yes, right? But it wasn't informed consent because that person did not have all the relevant information. And that to me is just, it's not ethical. Active and uninformed consent is just not ethical consent in my view. So uh, this is a little uh, off of that, but uh, so you put out a post, was it last night or some shit, that uh, you're in a polygamous relationship? Oh, uh, uh, so yesterday I put out a post. For the all the uh, rednecks a, everywhere? Means yeah. more than one wife. <laughs> yeah, wife. Or lover. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. So yesterday I put a put a post out explaining the difference bi? between polygamy and polyamory, since polyamory is becoming very common. It's very easily conflated. But a few weeks ago, I actually put out a thing where where I said, "Listen, this is what I'm about, and I don't really see that there's any any moral advantage of you know hiding something that I'm not ashamed of." So I so I put that out there, and it was probably about even for me about one of the scariest things I've ever done. Actually, it wasn't it wasn't too bad afterwards. There's a little bit of blowback, but I'm used to that. Okay, do they all live with you? Huh? Does anybody live with you? I said, do they all live with you? So, so um, I mean, without getting too far into my private into my private life, I mean, in in polygamy, it is just just a marriage, just with you know more than one person. What I'm curious of, uh, I have one polygamous friend uh, who Uh has two two uh, ladies. And multiple sure. children with both of them, actually, and they're actually an awesome family. Like, he's one of sure. my, he's a close friend of mine. But uh, I, I'm curious what you think about it. Like, he kind of describes polygamy as uh, more of a, a lifestyle choice for himself. Um, <laughs> but uh, he wouldn't recommend it for other people. Like, he's just like, no, it, it's to him, it's more like being gay or so, or something like that than than it is like a foot fetish. You know, it is. I mean, I, so what's it, it is to actually, you? Is it a foot fetish or is it being gay? It's like being gay. I mean, it's yeah. Like I've I've been polygamous before I knew what sex was. I mean, it's it's deep in. Oh, I mean, you were just jumping around. The, yeah, I see. Okay, that's polygamy in high school, where you're just you're juggling, you're spinning no, no, plates. I knew what sex was when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before I knew where babies came from. <laughs> I, it, you know, I, I I was still like, and and the thing is, when you look at where a lot of the the people who who cultures that have been in, in favor of polygamy versus against it, a lot of it comes to to power. I mean, what has challenged the state has always been strong families. Yeah. So the Magna Carta, for example, was written not because the king wanted it, because yeah. noble families forced him into it. And so polygamy is a very specific threat to the state because it allows families to be, as, as you pointed out, it just allows families to be bigger but still connected by the bonds of family. It is very, very – in addition to, to you know, that's the, you know, the way that I am in a certain way, it's also something that I believe in for both personal and political reasons. I do believe that families should be big and mighty and ready to take on adversaries, including the state. Yeah. We got to create a bunch of anarchists. We yeah. got to pop out as many little fucking state haters as you can. Exactly, dude. It's <laughs> our it's our wives. cultural duty. And plus, you can yeah, have like a wife for every house. Although I will say that yeah, the fucking I could, commies I are could, doing it. Pretty I could good. not be fucking poly. Like yeah. one wife's enough. <laughs> as long as like spousal abuse is still illegal, 
What the fuck, dude? Jesus. Christ. One wife's enough. <laughs> and your wife listens Jesus to this Christ. goddamn podcast. <laughs> I know. I just want to piss her off. <laughs> hey, so uh, Ar- do you have kids, Arvin? No, not right now. Uh, hopefully, I that's 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 the the, the kind of like the next thing on the agenda once once this next election's finished. I got gotcha. you. Wait a second. I have something way more fucking important than anything oh. Arvin has to say ever. Kyle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we gotta, can we air Arvin, you're definitely invited to uh give your opinion on this. We have to air out some dirty laundry really quick. Oh, All right. Um on Twitter, I uh com- <laughs> <laughs> I commented that gun culture is uh now cringy. Like the boog boy culture is cringy to me. I think it's LARPing and I think it's uh it's just over the top. It's just like become like you can't just you can't just like have a thing like I'm into guns and I'm in, I'm into gun ownership and gun rights. Like no, it has to be like a whole identity. Um, I didn't necessarily mean to attack you when I said that, Kyle. Well, but gun I, identity I, has been like my identity. That's the, that's the my entire life. <laughs> yeah, like since, since I could hold rights. a gun. No, no. Before that, since I could hold a gun, I was shooting BB guns. Yeah, I was but grabbing dude, sticks I, that looked gun-like. I yeah, grabbed yeah, pieces okay. of PVC same, pipe dude. and pretended it was a fucking bazooka. Okay, listen, I have dude, always same. been a gun I, person. I have, I, listen, same. But I agree with Derek because I completely stopped getting involved with like the gun culture guys because I find them fucking cringy. What the fuck about them do you find cringy? They're fucking LARPers. No, what do you, like, give me an exact example <laughs> here. Like, what, what is something that they do that you find cringy? They dress up in full kit. <laughs> pose with, for a, for a they photo with They dress up AK. like they're at a fucking anime And then convention. post it on their, yeah, exactly. No, it's that's just, fucking sending just, a message. By the way, dude, I wanna, if, they don't just go around and fucking look, do that. They do that to send a fucking message Kyle, to all the people that see it. Like, say, hey, there are people that are willing to fucking drop bodies if you keep aggressing yeah, against yeah, yeah, our yeah, fucking yeah. rights. But if you, and if yet they never do. If you're a real boog guy, though, wouldn't you, wouldn't you uh, want to say, like, wouldn't you want to keep that shit under wraps? Like, you don't want anyone to know that you're into the boog. That should be super underground. But it's not. It's like virtue signaling. Like, everybody has to fucking know. And I'm going to... And I, it's like people who you would never meet in a real boogaloo situation. Yeah, it's like they're gay It's been like fairies. that for a very long time. Very recently <clears throat> has it switched because the purpose of you know, flaunting it is to like no different than like flashing it's a like gun in a hostile si- situation, saying, "Hey, look, do you really want to go down this road? Do you really want to go down this fucking road? Because I'm willing to go down this road." Beforehand, we were all like tucked in corners and like, "Oh yeah, fuck the state," you know, like fucking revolution shit. So, what- but then, but then, so they just keep aggressing and keep aggressing, and all these guys feel so isolated and alone. Mm-hmm. They don't know that there's so many of them like themselves. What you told me on Twitter, I'm gonna just say it. Yeah. What you told me is that people who disparage uh, the boog culture, the gun culture that's now blossomed in the libertarian circles that I love so very, very much <laughs> on the internet, is that if I disparage them, I'm a gun grabber. Or, or I'm, I'm no better than a gun grabber. I think <laughs> moving, those are the exact words. Moving culture in the opposite direction of where we need to go for liberty is not a good thing. I'm just, Arvin, where do you land on this? Yeah, let's get Arvin's opinion. To me, every person's got to figure out their way of being ready for this, right? So some people want to ready be for the... What? To fight back against the government if necessary. Oh. So, are, you a boog, are you a boog boy? Would you... Cl- would you uh, He's boog adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a little you bit did. more fair to say. I, I mean, say so, it again, say so, it again. 
I, th- I think adjacent is is fair. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, so, so to me, I oh think that God. everyone should be both physically and psychologically ready. I don't think it needs to be Plan A. I think there are other more sure. peaceful okay. ways to get yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah. done. If it was Plan, how a, many guns do you? How many guns do you have? <laughs> You have to answer. That was his answer. Tell me this. Better, better, better. Right, better. better. How many guns did you lose in a recent boating accident? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably the better question. I, I, here's what I'm saying. I've, I've long been a supporter of not just people's right to have powerful weapons, but also I've recommended that people should have powerful weapons based on what I actually see coming from this actual government. So I do think that people... That if the people on the other side of this, if the people who, you know, might be coming into your house or, you know, forcing vaccines on your kids or whatever, something you don't don't agree with. Yeah, I think you need to be ready to fight back. And I think the way to determine the level of firepower you need is roughly something that's at least equivalent to the firepower on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you ever sweep your house with your airsoft gun at the very <laughs> least? <laughs> I, I have not done that. Oh, dude, okay. right, not listen, a boot guy. You gotta sweep listen, your house. Not a boot you, gotta, guy. you gotta sweep the house. Kyle's, not Kyle, Kyle's the boot guy. <laughs> well, you're not even a boot guy, and you sweep your house. See, I've never done that. I've never, never swept, swept the house, house with my airsoft gun. No. Bro, you, you gotta to do house. it. I gotta try it one day. It's fun. You, what do you do? You develop like a. You uh, develop a defense pattern. No, yeah, listen, I imagine like you got like a. Not only that, that you go through. dude. Not only that, do it in front of your wife. Instantly getting fucked. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep that shit in mind. Especially if there's a noise that was heard first. Yeah, that's probably a good, like... <laughs> I'm learning all kinds of things right now. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds of devices. Yeah, you know, man. But you know what, uh, Arvin? You uh, you uh, uh, did that alpha chimp thing and made uh, Whitney feel bad. And uh, stood up, grabbed the mic, stood Dude, up. every time Arvin spoke, he stood up. <laughs> this entire time, I've been imagining him. Every alpha time he talks, shit. he stands up. And then he sits back down on his couch yeah. and lets us talk for a minute. Yeah, and then yeah. he'll stand up again and talk to us. But uh, you, made Whit- you made Whitney feel so insignificant that he had to stand up, too. How do you feel about <laughs> That's that? That's true. That's a great observation. You know, he you know, watched sometimes you do it like, the whole you know, time. Why, why, why stand during debates? Because he, unless... Unless there's like it, unless it's just actually physically impossible to do, I'm pretty much always going to stand during a debate, even if there's a table, because to me, if you have something important to say, and I do feel that when I'm in a debate, I'm usually saying something important. That's a time that you stand up. The only the only time that you're saying something important and you're not standing is presumably if you're on one knee proposing. But there is no no situation where you say something important and significant, you know, just from a seated position. I think that's unnatural. So that's why I stand, I stand in every debate. So if if uh, I'm going to steal that because that's pretty funny, and I think it would just at least. Uh, uh, trigger uh, my opponent come uh, debate time. When nice. is that? It's going to be in like September, October. Oh, that's because they, they got these fucking Republicans got to uh, all primary each other first. Do you have anything else you want to plug or uh, or whatever before we uh, send you off? And we do our plugs. Uh, uh, no, you just got the website votevora.com. Yeah, votevora.com. Hell yeah, that'll be in yeah. the show notes for sure. You got a Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? Yeah. Are you uh, active yeah, on yeah. Twitter even? Um, Twitter, I got Vote Vora and Arvin Vora. They're both on there. Oh, that's awesome. Right on, dude. So, yeah, guys, yep. definitely give us money on the Patreon. We've got a fucking Twitter. I don't... It's, it's in the yeah. show. At Burning Boots Pod. Yeah, all of our links to all of our social media shit and the ways that... All the ways that you can give us money 
yes. <laughs> are in the show notes. Yep. And uh, Discord. Join yeah. our fucking Discord. We just had a fucking communist join our Discord. God. What? Yeah. God. So, what is happening? Let's fucking this, go, guys. First, it was and, all uh, the boot boys. Now we got the communists. And only, now we're a communist podcast. And, no, fuck you. <laughs> and now only only leave uh, five star reviews on iTunes. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. And we will read we, them. We will on re- air. read any five star review, no matter what you say. Yep. Um, Live on internet radio. Also, do not forget to vote for us on Liberty Podcast Ranker. Also, the link in the show notes. Um, yes. And go listen to Punk Rock Libertarians. They are Hell the guys yeah. who made Liberty Podcast Ranker. Yeah, dude, they fucking yeah. kick ass. Dude, they ass. fucking plugged us this last week, so we'll plug them this week. That's right, dude. Arvin, before, you were, you've you, been on there before. Yeah, right? Times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those, those, they're, they're in Maryland. Good group of guys. Yeah, that's actually the first time I heard you speak uh, and heard about you. From all, nice. Uh, and since and, then, uh, Davey's like read your book and knows everything about you. He could uh, not yeah, wait to talk yeah. to you today. Cyberstalking is illegal uh, now. <laughs> Fuck that. Nice. Uh, but hey, also, we have a LP.org link. It's LP.org slash Burning Boots Podcast. Uh, sign up and we'll get fucking paid. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. All right. See you later. Cross the coming up slow, it's gonna be a showdown. Said the rebel to the rebel, you shall never come with me. And if you feel like you are with no Santa Man, and get a girl and let them know you're free. It's just a murder.